0: Six feet. One,
1: two, one, two, three. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVetta, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Golf Genesis Invitational. Who's playing Tiger Woods? Stone, what did Tiger Woods just do? What did Tiger Woods just do? Twinkle, twinkle. That's right, a bird. Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. twinkle. Bird. That's a bird in case you were wondering what the hell Stone was doing. That's right, he's playing right now. Uh, who or what gets criticized or scapegoated more in sports than what's deserved? Social media at KLV 106. Three, speaking of golf, Mike says, Jay Monahan, PGE Tour Commissioner. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. He says he gets criticized too often. Yeah. Ah. I don't know about that. Head scratcher? I don't know about that. Uh, applause says, oddly enough, Taylor Swift. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. great one. Part of a political conspiracy. And uh, Kevin says, Josh Allen. You know what? I criticize Josh Allen a lot. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that think Sometimes he gets a little too much blame. Oh, I don't know why you just let him steal my answer, but fine, whatever. You yeah, take it. You hear him every morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 1063. It is him, it is Michelle Smallman, it is Chris Canty, it is the trio of Unsportsmanlike. And Evan Cohen joins us every Thursday, and he joins us here on ESPN 1063. Uh, Evan, real quick, before we actually talk about uh, Steve Wilkes and the departure and the entire thing, Stone judged a burger contest last night at the delray tennis open and uh, he gave his most important aspects to a great burger he said moist patty tons of condiments and toppings so much so that they fall off and a thin beef patty for evan cohen sensibilities what is your your top part of your checklist for a great burger hi
0: ken it's evan we've known each other for 20 years i don't eat red meat
1: oh yeah that's right Oh my God! What about dude. no? Fine. What about a,
0: a turkey oh burger? Oh my
1: God! Turkey burger. Turkey burger. There I have
0: go. never. I don't think I've ever had a turkey burger in my You've life. You've never had life. a turkey Look burger. I would tell you. I don't think so. But if like, let's just use for me like grilled chicken, chicken sandwich okay, or something like go. that. There we go. I feel like the cheese has to be melted, but not all the way melted. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like where you still taste it, like it's cheesy, like it's a little bit. Um, like it's almost like 75% of the way melted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where it's not like fully seeped in there, but it's like, oh, I could tell that there's cheese on here, not like what's on top of that. Yeah. So I think that's, that's some of it. I don't want a bun too toasty, if that makes sense. Like I want it warmed and kind of toasted, but not like too much so. Or when you take a bite, it's like all the breadcrumbs go all over the table. I also think if you're going to put, like, tomato on it, which I happen to like sliced tomato, Mm -hmm. I think it's got to be the perfect kind of sliced tomato. I don't think you want it to be hardened, but I don't think you want it to be too soft. There's a lot of kind of, like, everything has to be just like a thick slice,
1: a thick tomato slice? Like, I like beef tomatoes on my burgers or on my chicken sandwich. Like, big, thick tomato slice.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I, I, but I could go, if you. If it's dinner, I'm fine with that, too. I think tomato slices in general. Here's a big, bold statement.
1: Tomato slices, underrated. Just throw that out there. <laughs> Our tomato slices, underrated. 888-760-3776. Oh, one more thing, too. I wanted to have okay, you... Hey, need- hold on. I'm
0: going to back up my cake on the underratedness of tomato slices. Okay, go for it. You know what else I like? And I know, Kent, you eat way healthier than I do. Uh, yeah. But I like, give me an egg white sandwich... With a sliced tomato on it, with a little bit of cheese. I'm like rye bread, tremendous. Mm, see, I'm not a big egg, egg white. Guy. I mean, uh, the sliced tomato. You could have it on your burger. I could have it on my chicken. You could have it with turkey on like a regular deli turkey sandwich, like from Manzo's. You could have it in the egg whites or eggs. I mean,
1: sliced tomato, versatile, underrated. Stone, where are you going with egg You're whites? Here? Here. What, what are your what are your egg white thoughts, Stone? Uh, I think it's the most disgusting thing in the world. You don't like egg
0: whites? I don't. Yeah, I don't. They're scary. Like I think they're people who scary. eat them are scary. I just the smell, all of
1: that stuff, can't do it.
0: Well, that just confirms my take. If Stone doesn't like it, that means
1: I'm right. You're on the you're on the right track there.
0: I thought you were doing well. I love yeah. the sliced tomato take. I love. I mean, everything is solid. And so then fine. the egg whites came out. And then the egg whites came out. Seventy five percent melted cheese is a super hot take. Like it, that's where it's got to be. If it's any less, any more, you're you're doing it wrong.
1: Uh, yeah. and and then and then real quick here, yesterday woke up and my wife goes. Happy Valentine's Day. I just said it like it's an actual holiday. And then I said it to a couple of people around the office as well. But then it occurred to me, is this even a day, a holiday worth telling people, you know, Happy Valentine's Day, like you would uh, Happy Hanukkah or Merry Christmas or Happy Thanksgiving? How did you navigate that? Like, did you walk in and tell Chris Canty, hey, Happy Valentine's Day, man? (laughs) No.
0: Um, So... Here's, we had a big debate on our show because our producer, Nuno started screaming who you guys have met, started screaming on the air at us. He's like, it's not a holiday. And we're like, what do you mean it's not a holiday? He goes, a holiday is when you have days off from work or you get a comp day or there's no mail. Like, he's like, that's not an actual holiday. And I'm like, wow, that is a fascinating case that I've never thought about because holiday, like, is it government holiday? No. I think happy Valentine's day you say to your significant other. And then that's it. Mean, the person, the person. Well, I don't know what, what you did. Cause you have two daughters. I have a daughter. Yeah. Like I went big with saying happy Valentine's day to my daughter more than anybody else. Like my, I don't need it to be February 14th for me to tell my wife I love her. Like yeah. I you call me cheesy, sappy, whatever it is. Like I love my wife 365 <laughs> days a year. I feel beyond lucky that I have her. I come home every day and I don't understand. I'm like, Are you sure you're in the right house with me? Like, I don't get it. Why are you with me? Makes no sense. So I don't need February 14th to go crazy on that one.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, I told my daughters happy Valentine's Day. Obviously, my wife, happy Valentine's Day. But, yeah, I started doing it around the office, though, too, because I just don't know. But I think... Nino makes a good point. Like why why if it's not a government holiday and you don't get time off for it, why would you say happy anything to anybody in that spot? I appreciate that. Evan Cohen, Unsportsmanlike, six to ten AM every day here on ESPN one oh six three. You hear him with Michelle, uh, Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty. It kind of feels like, and maybe it's not, I'm not privy to their conversations, not in the San Francisco 49ers building, but boy, after the uh, night that Kyle Shanahan had on Sunday, and I'm one of those who says that Kyle Shanahan did not know the overtime rules and he hasn't come out and admitted it. I think you've got enough evidence on tape that he didn't know the overtime rules and a lot of weird decisions that he made. He had the worst night of any coach uh, there in a San Francisco 49ers sideline. And then 72 hours later, Steve Wilkes has gone as the defensive coordinator it, the timing makes it seem like a massive scapegoating. Uh, Stone wants to defend Kyle Shanahan. He's always going to be pro coach. I think this is just a bad look on Kyle Shanahan's part. My stock is low on him right now.
0: Yeah, so here's the question I would ask you on this, because I, I tend to agree with you. That, like I'm a big believer in Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. which I know I get laughed at for saying that like Mike McCarthy is significantly more accomplished than Kyle Shanahan as a head coach in this league. And I think Greeny brought it up the other day, the idea of like, imagine if Mike McCarthy did that, what people would be saying, oh. because we have this preconceived notion about him Yeah, and like how he handled that situation, not knowing the rules, clunky late in game, be cetera, a laughing stock. Right. And so I think there's a big three of coaches heading into next season that I think the question has to be asked, is that now a big four? So here's what I'm asking. If you look at Philadelphia, Dallas, and Buffalo, so that's Nick Sirianni, Mike McCarthy, and Sean McDermott, mm-hmm. three coaches who I think are entering next season on the hot seat because they have Super Bowl or deep into the playoff caliber teams. And if they don't make a run, they could be out, right? Are we in agreement so far yes, on this? Yes, yes. Okay. Maybe even add Jacksonville in there. Are we sure sure that Kyle Shanahan shouldn't be grouped with those guys? And those guys, by the way, if Sean McDermott gets fired in Buffalo, guess what? He should have a job the next day somewhere else. Mike McCarthy gets fired in Dallas, he should have a job. Nick Sirianni, maybe not. Um, Kyle Shanahan definitely should have a job the next day. But are we sure Kyle Shanahan is not closer to that group than he is the Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin group?
1: Man, and he doesn't get near the amount of... And I don't know if it's because he's such... A robust regular season coach. They really haven't gone through much crisis mode to get there like Sean McDermott has whoa, 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 or like McCarthy whoa, whoa. has.
0: Ken, 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 hold on. I Sorry to interrupt. I want to point something out because I thought what you thought. He's such a robust regular season coach. Do you know that since Kyle Shanahan has taken over the Niners, it's been seven years, and, and the Niners have the sixth most wins in the NFL during that time? If he really that robust, do you know that the Rams have more wins in that time than the Niners do? It doesn't it feel like the Rams, despite winning the Super Bowl and going to another, have had down seasons? Do you know that the Saints have had more wins during that time than I oh, the Niners
1: have? Man, I mean, I suppose with I all, I didn't realize that. Yeah, but it, it, it's because it's been a while. It's been a little bit. Uh, they've had an extended run of success here, and so we forget. I suppose early. I, I mean, with that, I feel like he has to be right. I, I suppose he has to be, but I don't know if I don't know. if The noise isn't loud around him. Maybe this will cause that no, to happen. It is now. It, it is now. But like this is what I it took.
0: You- if I gave you guys this opportunity, you run the Niners, okay? You have to make a decision by the end of the day. Kyle Shanahan is either your coach for next season, or you have until the end of the day, and you can bring in Mike Brabel instead of Kyle Shanahan. Where are you going?
1: Oh, boy. Can I hear that one more time, please? Please?
0: Mike Brabel, you have one day to make that decision. You could either have Mike Brabel or Kyle Shanahan.
1: I suppose from an organizational standpoint, I guess Mike Vrabel because you feel more confident that he's going to give you the edge from a, a, a strategy strategy standpoint. Yeah, <laughs> like he's at least not going to have the foibles that Kyle Shanahan did. I don't know. That's a great question, but I don't. I don't know, Mike. That seems like a lateral Here's move. A good Here's That's the a- point.
0: Here's the point. You're rightfully struggling with where you'd go. Totally fair. Totally fair. Right. Kyle Shanahan's more accomplished than Brable, but you think is better situationally, right? Totally fair. If I asked you the same question of Brable versus Andy Reid, you'd laugh at me. Say, right. Brayville versus Andy Reid, what are you, crazy? Right. Right? Here's the point. Kyle Shanahan is Andy Reid in Philly with no guarantee of Andy Reid in Kansas City. He's more in the coach deck mm-hmm. potentially after right. the year, I don't even like saying getting fired, but more of like, Hey, we, we did a lot together. Like, we had a really good run, and it's probably best for both of us to go in another spot, i.e. Andy Reid in Philly. No nasty breakup, no controversy, no drama. And guess what? If he does become Andy Reid in Philly or Kansas City, I mean, he would have won after, and they would have won after, right? Like, it's okay. It's just we're getting to that place with Kyle Shanahan where we maybe want to stop saying we have to get somebody off the Kyle Shanahan tree to coach our team, and more so, all right, Awesome run, probably needs to go somewhere else, and they need to hire somebody else to put them over the top.
1: I tell you what, I tell you what, from the 75% melted cheese on the chicken sandwich to the tomato slices point the man to is hot. Kyle Shanahan is the new age Andy Reid. I mean, Evan, this was one hell of a performance from you. I mean, this was elite yeah. from you. Uh, mm. Well done. Uh, we'll uh, We'll talk to you next week, okay? All right, guys. Thank you. That is Evan Cohen, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. every single weekday here on ESPN 106.3.